Welcome to 5 Minutes with Andy. Once a month, Virtual Inc. CEO Andy Freed will be offering you tips, tricks, and insights into leadership, management, and business skills. In this episode, Andy is joined by Amanda Breen, our Client Services Senior Program Manager, and Patty Morin, our Director of Client Services. In this episode, Amanda and Patty offer tips while working with clients on a global level, from time zone differences to making sure you use universal language. This episode helps you tackle practical challenges you may face with your clients. To tell you more, here is Andy Freed, Amanda Breen, and Patty Morin. You know, at Virtual, we say it's our mission to make our mark on the world and help our clients make their mark on the world. And it turns out the world's a pretty big place. We have clients that work all over the world in uh, you know, countries in Asia, Europe, Africa, South America, you name it. Um, you know, folks that are you know doing work and collaborating globally. As we do that, we found there are all kinds of practical challenges that come up. And I'm delighted today to be joined by Amanda Bryan and Patty Morn from our client services team, who will talk about some of those challenges and how we've overcome them. Welcome, Amanda, and welcome, Patty. Thanks, Andy. Thanks for being here. Hey, uh, uh, Patty, I'm going gonna to kick off with you. It turns out, I was looking at the globe, it turns out there are more countries in it than just America. Were you aware of that? You know, it is something I learned recently. Yeah, it's, it's stunning. And I, and I guess there's all those little time zone lines on there, too that make it trickier to, uh, to, to make things happen. H- how do you deal with that with clients that are all over the world when you're trying to get people together for a call? How do you deal with time zones? To be honest, time zones are really one of the worst parts of my day to day. It is very challenging, but luckily there are plenty of online tools and different apps that will help out in figuring out what time it is elsewhere in the world when my time zone is different. So I, I definitely utilize those a lot. And then how do you make it uh, fair for folks? Are people joining calls at all hours of the day? Do you rotate? What do you do to make things work for folks as they are joining these calls? It's definitely challenging. Um, and so what I would do first is take a look at the time zones of all of the individuals joining my calls and making sure I'm thinking about that. Usually we'll then figure out the optimum time range. And that's hard to say a little bit because optimum time range is still 6 a.m. for someone and 11 p.m. for someone else. So as much as we can optimize, we try to. And then we will schedule the call within that time zone. I think you mentioned briefly rotating. That's another thing some groups will be open to doing. Um, and then someone is really dialing in in mid-morning, early morning hours. Um, but we don't want them to do that every time. So we'll change the call times around. So it's not always painful for you. It's uh, sharing the pain. God, that makes sense. So uh, Amanda, what have you seen in communicating with groups where you have folks that uh, might not have English as their first language? Um, are there things that work better on communicating, whether it's you know speaking slowly or um, you know different things on writing? You know what 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 works best for folks? Yeah, I think it's a matter of knowing your audience, Andy. Um, you know, we want to make sure that we, you know, as a client services team, are aware um, of things like holidays, for example. We need to make sure when we schedule meetings to piggyback on Patty's point. 
we're hitting on days that don't happen to be cultural holidays in other countries and vice versa. Not everywhere around the world celebrates U.S. holidays. So that's certainly one thing we have to look out for. Name pronunciation and spelling, we have to triple and quadruple check that oftentimes. There's a little bit of prep work that goes into that. On my end, anyway, I like to be prepared in that I've you know, looked into who's going to be on the call, how to say their name, and that I've spelled their name correctly when I'm taking any kind of notes or follow-up on action items. A couple other things we do, we usually try to spell out dates. Um, you know, the U.S. has their own way of presenting dates and years um, in which order that they go in. So we want to make sure that we, we do that consistently from a global perspective. Sometimes we utilize a 24-hour clock, um, but also just always including time zones whenever we're scheduling calls and also just replying to emails. Got it. So, so a question for both of you. Uh, what, if anything, have you seen going wrong on this? What are the, some of the common mistakes that you see people make? Probably one of an easy common ones is when you don't do that prep work that Amanda and I have just been talking about. And then you'll have people dialing in at the wrong times. You'll get panicked messages of, I thought the call was happening here or someone's missing a call and then you won't get quorum and you can't move the uh, agenda forward. Yeah, no, it's a great, it's a, it's a great thought of just, you know, it never hurts to double check. And I know that I always dread the week that U.S. clocks change a week before clocks in Europe and everyone misses everything that week, it seems, <laughs> unless you double check things. That is the worst week of the year by far. <laughs> yeah, I, I also uh, realized recently on a call that we had with some uh, participants from India, I kept telling people to return at the top of the hour, forgetting that India time zones at times are on the half hour compared to US. So their top of the hour is different from our top of the hour. So even just simple phrases like that sometimes need more explanation. I always joke that sometimes even with, with folks in the UK, English to English doesn't translate well. Um, you know, what are tips you might have for that? For sure. Um, you definitely want to think about what you're saying. Is that a common phrase that would be understood globally or is it something that is really U.S. centric? And sometimes it is fine to still make those um, if it is the right audience. On the flip side, you'll also sometimes maybe want to pepper in uh, some phrases from some of your more global audiences. Um, or their holiday. It's very appreciated when you can also note that you are paying attention to what's happening in their part of the world and make a comment on that. That goes a long way to helping build the relationship cross borders. Thanks, Patty. Amanda, any thoughts? Yeah, no, I agree. I think, you know, at virtual, we really try to, you know, partner with our, our clients and, you know, get to know them and build those relationships. And when we get on calls, it's, you know, common, at least for me, to kind of address the good morning, good afternoon, good evening. So everyone on the call is addressed. Um, and, you know, we're really covering all our bases and, and showing that we do understand and have a global perspective. That's fantastic. Well, thank you very much for both of you. Um, you, know, you do a great job of uh, working with our clients who are you know, from all over the world as we tackle these issues and you know, certainly do a great job of making everyone feel as welcome as, they as uh, the pilgrims might have felt when they arrived in uh, Amanda's hometown of Plymouth, Mass, so many years ago. You know, so, uh, you know, so thanks. Thank you both for joining us, and uh, uh, we appreciate you helping our clients make their mark on the world. Thanks, Andy. Thanks, Andy. 
And that will do it for this 5 Minutes with Andy. To give feedback on this episode, Sinead Carthy can be reached via email at s-c-a-r-t-h-y at virtualinc.com with the subject line, 5 Minutes with Andy. To learn more about Virtual Inc., visit our website, virtualinc.com. You've been listening to 5 Minutes with Andy. Thanks for joining us. The music for this podcast was provided by Kevin McLeod. 